reindeers not aged? Like, what's the lore behind the reindeer? They're magical fucking creatures. But is there only, what, like, 12 of them? Apparently. But also, in the, like, the claymation movies, like, Rudolph was a child. So they age. They just age super fucking slow, apparently. Do they just get to, like, a, like a certain age and just stay, like, perma, like, 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 30 years old? Yeah, it's like a fine wine. It only gets better. Oh, reindeer, like fine wine. Those are the, those are the two closest things in comparison, is reindeer <laughs> and wine. Obviously. Just, just Santa's kicking back, just, like, just crushing bottle after bottle after bottle of rosé, and <laughs> just, like, watching his reindeer. Not grow up. And Mrs. Claus is just, you know, chilling. Mrs. Claus seems like she'd be a whiskey kind of broad. No, Mrs. Claus would be a, a wine. She'd be like, oh, it's good for you, and then drink, like, seven bottles a day. Oh, Mrs. Claus is definitely, yeah, she's definitely the mom that's just like, it's made of grapes, it's healthy. <laughs> and just gets just trashed every just single day. Just fucking shithoused. <laughs> and she goes, into, she goes into the workshop and just like, just starts just tearing into the elves. Just like every middle class white mom. Fucking Karens of the world. She's classic, Mrs. Claus is a classic Karen. That's actually where the Karen archetype came from, was Mrs. Claus. She's the original Karen. She's the commander of Karen. She's she's Karen Claus. Yeah. <laughs> What's Santa's first name? Is it Chris? Is it Chris Kringle? Is that his actual name? Or is that it's... just like another person altogether? No, it's that's who they say it is. Oh, I haven't brushed up on my Christmas. Fucking get it together, bud. Sorry, man. It's Jesus's birthday, and I just I'm too focused on celebrating, eating cake for Jesus, and drinking beer for Jesus. <laughs> What is up, you New Year's babies? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock podcast. I am your host, Mrs. Claus's other man, Tyler. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, all of the other reindeer, Matt. Matt, what is going on? What's going on? <laughs> that was, that was is, actually pretty good. I appreciate that. So Christmas is over. It's gone. This year's basically over, too. We ha we're in that sweet spot of Christmas is done, but it's not New Year's yet. And we just get to drink in kind of like the vacation mode. Yeah, it's it's definitely different. Like I'm I'm working today, but nothing is really going on. Yeah, you're quote unquote working, but like we're also recording in the middle of the day, which is the this is by far the earliest we've ever recorded. Yeah, it's yes, it is. But also, yes, um, I was working earlier. Figured I'd take a break. Yeah, your well earned break just to talk to me about magical cards, magical Christmas land. Get it. But how was your Christmas? What did you end up doing? What did I do? Yes. I played Call of Duty for 10 hours. <laughs> so you had a productive Christmas with your family. A lot of love was shared. Yes, my wife uh, works night shift, so she slept. And then we spent a couple hours together, exchanged gifts, stuff like that. But other than that, I played with the dogs and played Call of Duty. That actually sounds like a pretty fucking awesome Christmas, if we're going to be honest. It was. It was pretty cool. Um, it's always weird not to be able to see your family, but yeah, well, I, I definitely wanna... did see my family. Yeah. I'd rather not go home, like back home to PA. Yeah. Well, you, um, that's also like a four and a half hour drive. Well then, uh, my wife would have been by herself on Christmas, which kind of, yeah. that sucks. And that's, that's not fun. Well, my family is a bunch of drunks. Um, so we had a blast. All we did was just, just drink a bunch. And then my, my mother's husband, uh, for Christmas, he got to open up one present early and we, he, somebody, I believe my aunt got him a breathalyzer. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh, oh I saw your, I saw your tweet about that. Yeah. So we got this breathalyzer and he cracks it open and we've already been drinking. We like, we put in a shift. It was at least seven hours of drinking at that point. <laughs> and 
video oh, then fertilizer, everyone's and we're just, just passing it around other. the table like every hour on the hour, seeing where everybody was at. Who was the the winner slash loser? Oh my god! It was. I think it was. It was. It had to have been uh, my mom's husband, like by a fucking landslide. This man can drink more Miller Lights than I've seen any other human being being drink. That doesn't it's, really count. He can put down like a thirty pack in like no time whatsoever. Like even just that sheer amount of liquid. I don't even care what. Like if it was just cans of water. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't think I would be able to do that. It's twelve ounce beers. There's thirty of them. <laughs> that adds yeah. up pretty fucking quick. I don't want to do the math, but it's a lot. And I had been drinking whiskey, so I think like I was at like point two, like like eight or something like that. And it, it, it like had like the like hours until sober. Like it would come up with your like blood alcohol level, whatever this thing said, and then like how many hours, and then it had like a list of your symptoms. And all of us by the end of the night were just like, "Oh, you have nineteen hours and thirty seven minutes until sober again." <laughs> it never takes that long though. No, because you sleep it off. And it would be like you are experiencing uh, uh, severe memory loss, and you might need help walking. <laughs> it's like you are dying. Yeah, you are going to die. <laughs> no, we're trained professionals. We're a family of trained professionals. Someone's got to do it. It's a tough job. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, Christmas is over. So we're moving into a new year. And we would be remiss if we didn't at least spend an episode just looking back, doing a year in review of 2019. And this is kind of cool, too, because it's the end of a decade. But we were talking before. It, this is basically Magic's first decade. Yeah. It's at very least the first full one. And it's the first one where Magic was... Well, it's I the guess, first full one for sure. Magic. Like, it was... It, they, I, I guess, kind of had their shit, to, like, figured out. I mean, are, are, there's an argument that they still don't have their shit figured out. But that's neither here nor there. Magic was at least its full-blown game this entire decade. Yes, it, Magic is way different now than it was before. Well, you, are, you also have been playing this entire decade. Yes. I have not. So, like, I kind of came in, like, the middle of the decade, I guess. Like, I started playing in Innistrad. I don't remember what year that was. I couldn't tell you. But I would say that's probably, it was probably, like, 2000, like... Uh... This would be easy to look up. Yeah, I mean, that's, again, too much work for me. I'm hungover from Christmas, man. I just told you, we were drinking all, all day and night. Yeah, that's true. You still didn't <laughs> get your memory back, I guess. No, not... I, I, well, according to the thing, I have at least another, like, four or five hours until <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sober. <laughs> But yeah, so I like started like right in the middle of the decade. So uh, I guess I kind of have like a bit of a skewed perspective on what happened. But you have known the entire time because you started playing like in the early 2000s. Yes. Yeah, I've been for sure playing. I was in third or fourth grade. Oh, geez. So like that was forever ago. So, so you, you were damn close to seeing like the, the first. I guess they have had two full decades, like from 2000 to that 2010 and then 2010 to 2020. But like I said, it's like I feel like that first decade, like they were still trying to figure it out. Look, this one, look, they at, the, look at the cards from. Oh goodness! Then like, till now, one of the strongest things you some of those could cards do is ramp out a Shivan Dragon or Sarah Angel or Air Elemental and protect it. Well, everything in the two, everything in this current decade, um, it was all like it's all modern cardboard, right? I don't know. It's something like that. We we did not do our research. <laughs> no, we didn't do shit. <laughs> But uh, that's let's, on let's, par, though. Let's, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's our brand. We at least have to fulfill our brand. But let's talk about uh, some of the things that happened in 2019, Matt. What was your favorite magic thing that happened this year? Uh, the London Mulligan. Oh, that's a freaking awesome one. That's a really good one. 
Yeah, that was really good for Magic, I think. As a whole. As a whole, yes. I think I agree with that. Yeah, that's yeah, probably for sure the best thing. So many problems that happened. Yeah, just for the things that it hurts, it helps so many more, so... Yeah, well, we in would hate to go back on the decade thing, but we started this decade with like a mulligan, like two mulligan rolls prior. Yeah. And then we went to like the 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 one before the London mulligan was like the Paris mulligan or something like that. Paris mulligan, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which you just like picked cards from your hand. I don't even remember the last one. Oh yeah, you just drew and then you scried. It was the scry mulligan. Yeah. And I was like not a big fan of that one. Like it was fine. And I think there was a lot of people who were just like, no, this London Mulligan's gonna ruin the game. And then tried out the London Mulligan. They're like, oh no, this is just infinitely better in every single capacity. Yeah, for sure. Way better. Yeah, I love that. That's a really fucking good answer. Nice one. I I would say the my favorite thing that happened this year might have very well been Modern Horizon. Yeah, it's cool how they specifically came out with a set to support Yeah, specifically modern. And I love the modern format. This year, it has not been great, arguably. And you could say that Modern Horizons has not helped with that. But execution of Modern Horizons, not phenomenal. But the idea, the concept of Modern Horizons was... And I, like, I've never been more excited about a set coming out than when Modern Horizons was like, like spoiled that they were coming out with it. And then the cards started coming out. And that was like the, one of the most exciting parts about 2019 for me was that. Yes, I would agree with you. And we do. I mean, we did get like totally fucking awful cards like Hogak and, uh, Renin six. Well, it took a little bit to break. And Astro like there I were some fucking mistakes in that, in modern horizons. But I mean, there was also mistakes in plenty of other four or plenty of other like standard legal sets that came out. Yeah. Well, keeping on that. What I don't think that card? Astrolabe is a, a bad card. But I know you're not a fan of it, and a lot of people aren't. I feel like the Popper community is has a lot to complain about with that card. They banned it in Popper. That's fine. Yeah, it. You but don't like need that to... ruined that format. But yeah, what was your favorite card about twenty uh, in that was printed in 2019? Um, I was thinking about this at first. I was saying Narset, and then I was like, oh no, 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 no. My favorite card in 2019 is for sure Bolus's Citadel. That's a good pick. That's like the the like a hundred percent vintage player coming out in you. Oh yeah, tinkering into that is one of the best things. It is the best thing you can do. Yeah, that's just full on vintage combo degeneracy at its finest. Yeah, you're not living unless you have a turn one bullet to citadel and storming off and killing. Your that opponent. is such that is such a vintage card too. Like just some dumb thing that's way too expensive that it will net like you can't really play it in any other format. And then you put it in the context of every card ever printed and yeah it finds a home and it's arguably one of the most powerful cards in the deck it's one of the most powerful cards in the format um, which is bonkers this, that, that came out this little text it doesn't matter that it costs seven or six mana or whatever it is oh, it's an artifact it's an artifact turns out artifacts are good yeah that's I've the, easily the most before. powerful card i've hard cast it very easily is that the most is that the most busted artifact that came out in 2019 probably i guess maybe astrolabe Kid, like, Astrolabe for sure sees that. more play. Yeah, and Astrolabe like makes its own like kind of thing, where Citadel like just fit into a deck that was already very very good. Already existed, yeah. Yes. Well, my favorite card, to zero people's surprise, because um, I was thinking about, it, I was like, oh, there's a couple different options, but really, there's only one option. It's it has to be Get Rover for me. Like being able to, to have access to a Mother of Ruin style effect in Modern is so cool. Yeah, that doesn't and surprise me at all. That's something like white players have been asking for for years and years and years and years and years. An additional mom. 
yes. Just give give us a modern mom. That's all I wanted. And we got Gibber, and I'm happy with it. Like I'm going, I'm playing four Gibbers in the deck that I'm playing in Columbus. Yeah, and definitely. I, uh... The deck would be so much worse without Gibbers. Yeah, Giver is really cool. Just it, it's a modern mom. And it's actually slightly better and also slightly worse. Well, our one-drop creature spot for in Modern for a long time was uh, Thraben Inspector. Yeah, it's better in the fact it has two toughness, gives protection from colorless as well, but it's worse because it can't protect itself. Yes. Well, I mean, and even when, like, Legacy, which for a majority of the year since Modern Horizons was printed, it was just dom- dominated by Ren and Six, and the only way to not completely died around and sex was just playing givers over moms yeah which hurt my toughness soul. is big and mom is back so i'm happy with that because random six is gone i'm very happy about that uh, do you have a least favorite card that was printed in 2019 a least favorite card i feel like the easy answer for everybody's gonna be like oko oh i hate oko but there were so many worse cards printed than oko this year i would honestly i'm thinking hogak is pretty bad that's a good answer i feel like that's a that's going to be a universal answer for people too like that has to be in your top three yeah, that's the one that's like, really? You really printed that? Mine is a thousand percent Ren and Six, though. Fuck Ren and Six, man. Oh my god, I hate that card. That's not nearly as bad. I never want to see another Ren and Six ever again. I hate it so much. It just, like, crushed my hopes and dreams. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah, my favorite part? <laughs> Modern Horizons. My least favorite card is a card from Modern Horizons. Yeah, you gotta take the good with the bad. Yeah. Um. Well, what do you think, outside of, like, card printings and stuff, what do you think was like the most impactful thing that happened this year as far as magic is concerned? I think the London Mulligan again. You think that that's that's the the move? Yeah. Well, changed maybe, it a lot. I maybe guess what do you think of Pioneer? Okay, there we go. I was good. That was the question I was going to or I was kind of modify the question. Like outside of the gameplay, what do you think is the most impactful thing that happened this year? And it could be something that you like or something that you are not a fan of. Brawl. Brawl. Not a fan of Brawl. Okay, but but I don't think Brawl's, like, that impactful, especially because how they're, like, running it now. Like, Brawl's, like, only available on, like, Wednesdays or some shit on Actually, Magic Arena. That's it. I think the most impactful thing that I don't like is no GP coverage. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a huge change. And I think that's an overarching change that is just happening, and that's what we're going to be seeing going into 2020, is there is a huge shift away from the competitive Magic to, like, more casual Magic. Yeah, that too, which is fine. Just support both. Uh, I mean, it's just the Wizards once and it has always been a company that's just like, we're going to focus on one thing and like fuck everything else that we're not focusing on. Yeah, they could do both. Though. That's the. Oh, they could. The they could easily do both. But they but they just like are not going to. And they've always done that. And they, they see like more of casual. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And that was my thing with like 2020 moving forward. Like they're moving away from the competitive scene, which I'm, I mean, yeah, it's it, like, if you still want to be a competitive magic player, y- you can do that. There's still avenues for that, but you're not going to be in the limelight. Yeah, I agree. Which, okay. If you really want to be the best, it's like, you're not doing it because you want to be famous. You're doing it because you want to be the best and you want to compete with the best players. But if you're doing same... it to, to become a famous magic player, like uh, you get, you have to do better than that, bud. At the same time, that's what streaming is. Like, all these casual people are starting to stream and they're making a lot of money off of it. Yeah, but you don't have to be a good Magic player. You just have to be a serviceable Magic player and an entertaining person to do that. True. I think, and what was, I, we're talking about the most impactful thing this year. That is kind of my thought is the 
focus, the refocusing of magic to the more like the casual crowd and moving away from the competitive magic. And I think all the, the yeah, people that is who, a big, big part of what happened. And people were really vocal about that, like negatively vocal about that when that change started. But like the invention of Arena, which is just a, like the perfect streaming tool for just a casual player, the invention of Arena and them dropping GP coverage and them starting to support more more streamers and less professionals, that is that is where the future of Magic is headed. And that change just happened to happen this year. Yeah, and it was pretty not subtle. Oh, no. It just, it just happened. I don't know if Wizards knows subtle. Mm, doesn't seem like it, does it? No. Like, I don't know. Wizards has never done something tactfully. It's always just like, here, here, here you go, everyone. <laughs> Enjoy that. Yeah, this is now the thing. Which, I mean, that's fine. And 2020 is going to be, I'm calling it now, is going to be the year of Commander. You think, like, huh? We are going to see Commander explode in 2020. And if you're not into Commander, then I think you're shit out of luck. But if you're into Commander, you're going to love the year 2020. We shall see, huh? Oh, I mean, and just like the the products that they're going to be releasing, like it's all going to be focused on Commander stuff. Well, I mean, it's not going to be all focused on Commander stuff, but they're doing, um, with every set, they're doing it, their own Commander decks. Um, they're doing that uh, Commander Anthology thing that's the Commander Collection Green or whatever it's called. Um and they're doing that that all commander set, which I think it's going to be like draftable or something like that. Like that it's going what? to be. Yeah, they're doing a commander set. That's wild. We definitely talked about this. I don't remember it. I must have been pretty drunk. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, they're doing a commander set. And it's going to be like a draftable set. But you're going to be instead of playing, I'm assuming instead of playing like 40 cards, you're going to be playing like a 60 card deck, singleton, and then you're going to be able to pick a commander. There's going to be like an ass load of legendaries in it. Um, and there's going to be a bunch of new cards and I think some reprints. I can actually get behind that. That's kind of cool. Best of both worlds. That's supporting both. Yeah, because you get draftable. Which I never want them to lose limited, which is why I'm kind of bummed that they're not playing limited at Worlds because it's going to be on Arena. Yeah, that's the part that kind of bums me out. But as long as we don't lose limited, because limited is honestly the most fun way to play Magic just... And it's so easy. Like you, if like I play Legacy, you play Vintage. Some of our other friends play Modern. Some of them play Standard. But we can all get together and we all chip Draft, in for a box. Yeah. And we, regardless of the fact that you have a vintage deck and I have legacy deck and uh, like Austin has uh, a modern deck and somebody else has a, a commander deck, we all know how to play magic. We all know how to draft. We get a box. We have the best time. Yeah, definitely fun. And yeah, like so you said, everyone can. I never want to lose that ability to do that. And if they keep making good limited sets, because that's really the 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 barrier there. If the set's not fun to play in like a limited context, then I don't want to play limited. But if it's even serviceable, I will play limited every day of the week, all the time. Yeah, you want to play. Yeah. So what do you think is the worst thing that happened this year, as far as Magic is concerned? War of the Spark. Oh, not a War of the Spark fan. I mean, I hated that limited format, so no, <laughs> in that conversation. I love some of the cards, in, but some of them were like, why did you make this card? Yeah, that set just totally flipped everything. And that's just a standard set. And that ruined multiple formats for a while. Yes, and like that did. completely like, changed the context of like Tron and Modern. Karn is a house. Narset's good in other formats. I mean, even what, like Three Man Safaris from War? Yes, it is. That's that card's really pretty powerful. brutal, too, yeah. 
Yeah, man. There are so many cards in that set that are just so good. Just fucking brutal. And that is another 20. This is the this is the Fetch and Shock uh, 2020 prediction show for me now. But that's <laughs> another thing I'm hoping to see from Magic in 2020 is them making something that like directly interacts with Planeswalker. Like a destroy target Planeswalker or a negate for Planeswalker spells. Yeah, like if they're going to put all of this power level into the Planeswalkers that they're printing, they need to start looking at removal in a different context. Like finding ways to just get rid of Planeswalkers more efficiently is, I think, will change the game in such a positive way. That is something I definitely want to see out of uh, 2020. Or something as simple as this creature can't, if it's attacking a Planeswalker, it can't be blocked or something like that. Yeah, but even something like that, it's just like that's the traditional way that you're supposed to deal with Planeswalkers is you you attack them. Like that's their one vulnerability is that you have to, like, you, can, you can attack them. You can kill them. But at this point, like some of the Planeswalkers are so good that it, they just either deal with whatever's going to attacking it so effectively that it doesn't matter. Or when they come down, they've already done their damage. Yeah. Like a Jace the Mind Sculptor is a perfect example. Like when it comes down, if you can kill it, after just one brainstorm and they just spent five mana on a brainstorm, that's fine. But the Four second mana. they untap with it and they get to brainstorm again, that card has just paid dividends. Gets bananas real quick. Yes. So like, let's, just, I mean, if you're attacking it, then you're good. But if you're not and you just let that thing resolve and they untap with it, you're dead. Yeah. Good luck getting out from that card uh, advantage. Yeah. You're dead, but it's going to take a lot longer too. Because I don't know any deck that plays Jace that kills quickly. Mm, yeah, I don't think so either. Vintage stuff maybe would be the only one. And like we were just talking about, War of the Spark is your least favorite part about this year. All of those Planeswalkers that we that we mentioned before, they are pretty hard to kill. Yeah, they're not easy. The static abilities are a big bonus for them too. Yeah, geez, they're crippling. Like if you need to dig for an answer when an R set resolves to kill it, you're dead. Um... If you are attacking like an Oko with something, and if they turn three like uh, Oko, which I know it's not War of the Spark, but that's still a Planeswalker problem. If they just put it down and plus it, like you have to attack with a lot of power. And if they turn three it, you don't have the power to kill it. And it protects itself very good. Yeah. Wow, that card is just so gross. Either by making it something you have into a 3-3 or making something that could kill it into a 3-3. Yeah. And... Like, uh, sure, like Karn, the great creator. I can't, like, most times when I'm playing against that, and it, and it could just be slanted because those are the type of decks that I play, but nine times out of ten, when my opponent casts that card, they minus it, and they're going to get an ensnaring bridge. And yeah. even if I kill it, like, I'm still just dead that game because they get to resolve an ensnaring bridge. And they have, like, one card in hand, zero cards in hand, and I'm just like, oh, well, the attacking with creatures thing that I wanted to do, yeah, can't do it anymore. That sucks. Well, it's basically the wish planeswalker yeah that's just fucked it goes and gets all these bullets that are just so powerful in whatever situation that person finds themselves in that's why they don't print wishes anymore like before karn what was the last wish card before glittering glittering wish yeah that's the multicolor one yeah that only gets yeah that only gets multicolor cards yeah and we did see fey of wishes but that's like that's significantly less powerful yeah it's four mana for one thing and sure you can like bounce it back and that's neat but the static ability on Karn just makes it so much harder yeah it's just one of the best hate cards in modern 
even if um, Nykersynth Lattice didn't exist, I still think that card would see a lot of play. Mm-hmm. Because of the wish ability. One of the best things you can do is just Karn, go get a liquid metal coating, and start popping lands. And just start blowing up lands. Or, I mean, in my case, the Karn, go get a bridge, and I'm dead. Yeah, good luck dealing with mainboard bridge, pretty much. Fuck, it sucks. Oh, it's so brutal. I hate it. I hate Karn. That's, that is, I, I agree with you that War of the Spark is my least favorite thing that happened in uh, 2019. I like how they tried new shit, but they went too hard. And that's kind of the the theme of Magic the past few years is where they're pushing boundaries, but I don't, they don't know where the boundaries are, I don't think. Yeah, and that's what they kind of need to do. They need to press the boundary, but it just gets too much. So 2020 prediction, do you think they're going to dial it back or do you think they're just going to keep the foot on the gas? Well, it's not every set that is overpowered. Yes, every set has at least one good card, but War of the Spark was said, whoop, fuck it, here you go. Have fun. Well, almost every set this year had ha- has had like one ban card in multiple formats. Uh, is, Ravnica Allegiance did not. Yeah, it was the only one, and that was at the very beginning of the year. But after Ravnica Allegiance, like War of the Spark, uh, devastating cards. Modern Horizons, devastating cards. I guess, the, what, Corset 2020, did that have anything worth doing anything? No. But it was all reprints, mostly, that were really powerful in that set. Isn't that what, uh... What's the green instant? Veil of Summer. Veil of Summer, isn't that what that's from? Oh, yes, Veil of Summer is in that. There you go. So Veil of Summer is the one from Corset 2020. Um, a Throne of Eldraine is littered with fucking ridiculous cards. I think 2020 also, or 2019, has been the year of green. Yes, very strong green shit in there. Which I would have, if you would have told me in 2018 that 2019, uh, you're going to have to have worry about green cards. I would have laughed in your face. Yeah. I told you you're a dumb idiot. Yeah, you <laughs> silly bitch. That's not a thing. Yeah, but no, no. Yeah, green green is the most powerful card, in, or the most powerful color in 20. And it's by a landslide, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It's very powerful. A lot so of good shit in green. 2020, year of white. Let's go. Not going to happen, bud. Sorry. Come on. Wizards. God damn it. Give me what I want. I don't even know what I want, but I do want white cards that's all that's that's the only that's the only thing i could say you don't know what you want but you do want yeah i want that's that's it i have a hunger that can only be satiated by good white cards give it's it fair. i'm ready my body is ready but is your mind N- maybe probably not <laughs> if, they, if they're gonna print something i'm gonna be like it's gonna be out of this world powerful i am be like yeah this is fucking awesome and then it's just gonna get banned in like a month and i'm gonna be like well back to square one <laughs> Yeah, it sounds about right. I can right. play it in no formats. That sounds about right. No, there's never going to be a white card that's that powerful. Not that powerful, no. I, I think you're right. All right, well, what's the, what do you think is the best non-magic thing that happened this year? At least for you, personally. New job. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's for sure the best thing that's happened thus far. Well, I mean, also, you getting a new job was what started this whole shit show. Yeah, having time. And you moving. So now I couldn't, like, see you and play magic with you. So now we do it weekly on the Fetch Shock podcast. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. God, I don't even know what good happened this year. At least non-magic stuff. 2019 kind of sucked. No, 2019 did not suck. For you. True. I would say losing my tooth is probably the best thing that happened this year. Just because I got so many good gags out of it. You did get a lot of good uh, gags out of it. Yes. And I'm still using it to this day. But like in 2020, I'm going to get a tooth. 2020, year of the tooth. 
year of the tooth. God damn it. All the fun twenty where you get your tooth back. God damn it. Okay, maybe 2019 was great. The whole tooth thing. <laughs> the only good part about 2019. <laughs> See, I told you. Something was there. You're right. Yeah, Listen, you gotta take something like losing a tooth and make it a positive. Like I say, you gotta take the good with the bad. I was so positive in 2019. 2020 is gonna be a year of negativity. Year of good white cards. Year of interaction with Planeswalkers. Year of negativity. <laughs> Just keep the list going. Yeah, right. <laughs> So do you have any New Year's resolution for twenty nine or for twenty twenty? Not be obsessed with Call of Duty. Oh, is that <laughs> you? You found an addiction for the end of the year, and then you're just going to move into twenty twenty and just hopefully forget about it. I didn't say it was going to happen. It's a goal. <laughs> I guess that's the whole thing about New Year's resolutions, right? Is it yeah. like you're, there's, it's not a binding contract? You can just totally blow it. Uh, I could easily just say, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, like I don't even remember what my New Year's resolution was from 2019, but I'm I'm almost 100 percent certain I didn't do it. I usually don't make resolutions. No, I mean I have made the resolution to start playing Pioneer. Oh, you did do that. I'll give you that. Well, I I mean that's just that's canon now. That's something I have to do. You don't have a choice. No, I 2020. Here I'm putting I'm I'm marking it down now. Even though we just said that I New Year's resolutions are a joke and we don't actually have to follow through with them. <laughs> <laughs> but 2020, I am going to start doing uh, the YouTube stuff again. Oh, yeah. There you I'm going to get back on my bullshit with that. Because I really have not been keeping up with that. I'm just so busy, you know? No, you're not. <laughs> I have so much shit going on. I have to sit around all day, and I have to play Magic Online. and I have You to... could just be recording that. I could, you're right. But I also, like, I sit and I don't play Magic Online. I, like, play guitar or something. Like I'm, I don't have a busy lifestyle, man. Being unemployed is the is the hardest thing that I've ever had to do, as far as the job goes. Fair. <laughs> yeah. So, but 2020, I'm gonna be back. I'm back on my. I'm, we're gonna start producing more uh, fetch and shock YouTube content because that first video was super fun to do. It's just like I haven't done anything since. Yeah, just a matter of time. We're gonna become. The, I'm just gonna become a, a, a pioneer YouTuber. We're just gonna lump go. in both of the both of my New Year's my magic New Year's resolutions. All into one YouTube pioneer content. Mark your calendars for 2020. Just mark the entire year. Go through every <laughs> single day and just write Fetch Shock YouTube pioneer content. You need to put two videos out today. It's not 2020 yet. I still got time. I still got time to enjoy me being a, a lazy prick. Yeah, not a whole lot, but I guess you have some. And I can start streaming again. That'll be fun. I had a blast that first time and just again had not done it since. Well, fucking pitter patter, bud. That is that that is another uh, hallmark of 2019. Me doing it once and then just g giving up immediately. And then stopping, yeah. Yep. I oh, did it once. Mark, check off the bucket list, and then just just continue just coasting through life, not doing anything. So 2020 year of the pioneer, year of YouTube, year of negativity, <laughs> year of uh, interaction with planeswalkers. Are you keeping a list of this? Are you keeping track? No, not even close. God damn it. Somebody out there, please make a list of these things and then send it to me. Uh, DM, DM me at uh, the fetch at, at fetch underscore shock. And because I'm, I'm going to need a list to remember all this shit. And everybody and you know what? Why don't you why don't you go while you're at the Twitter? Why don't you uh, t just go ahead and tweet us your New Year's resolution? Because I'm interested to see what people are uh, are hoping for in the 2020. Like, I want to hear what you're thinking about magic. I want to hear if you're going to do if you're going to go skydiving or something. Is that a New Year's resolution that people will have? Maybe add that to the list. I'm going to go skydiving, skydiving would be fun. I'm terrified of heights, though, so I, I don't know if that's something that I'm going to be actually trying to do. 
Yeah, what's a non-Magic New Year's resolution for you, Matt? Oh, I don't I don't do resolutions. Oh, I think I found one for you. Do resolutions. It is magic related. What's that? Matt, in 2020, you are going to get a goddamn mic. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> that is your goal for the year of 2020. If you if you accomplish that and nothing else, it'll be a success. That's a good one. You're welcome. Listen, I'm thinking on my toes today. I'm yeah, finally past the, the sober 19 hour mark. I actually just reached that threshold about three seconds ago. And now I see clearly I'm like that one movie where they take the thing and then they could like see into the future. Limitless. Yeah, it's like a superpower. Yes, I have the, I have the, the power of clarity. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to get a mic. Oh, 20, 2022. Well, 2020 also is going to be the year of Fetch and Shock because this was our first year. Wasn't even a full year. No, not quite. But we will reach full year status in 2020. Nope, I'm quitting the week before. Oh, uh, that's fine. Well, I'll just replace you with uh, somebody else. I'll get Evan Irwin. Shout out to Evan <laughs> Irwin. If, if you're listening, Evan, <laughs> you're, you need to replace Matt in about uh, three or what, four months? Yeah, I think about four months. That sounds about right. Or that's anybody else out me. there who wants to replace Matt, um, send your send your resume and cover letter. To fetch underscore shock, I will be uh, reviewing applications um, when Matt puts in his uh, two-week notice, and then uh, I will be reaching out to you. We will be conducting phone interviews, um, and then some in-person interviews. You're, we're gonna we're gonna fly you out uh, <laughs> to to my house, and then we're going to uh, uh, we're gonna test how many beers you can drink um, in a three-hour time span, and then after that, we're gonna see how well you you play magic. Yeah, how. Uh... And if you're better than me at magic, then you lose the job. <laughs> yeah, you just automatically are done. Yep. So, but I mean, after that three hour period of, of drinking, we're hoping that you're less good. It's weird. I, I play better magic, not hungover. Is that your superpower? <laughs> no, being so like sober and oh, not magic. hungover, I'm better. Yeah. Uh, I think once you hit the sweet spot. After like a couple beers, that's the best way to play magic. That's what I'm at peak performance. Peak per- that's what peak for that is what peak performance looks like. Yeah, you may you, you might not like it, but this is what peak performance looks like. And it's just you and me sitting with our guts <laughs> out, just drinking beer and playing magic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's that's about 100 percent right. Yeah, sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be us at the annual. We're going to have to, we're going to, have to do a, a nice blowout episode for the annual. Even though we've talked about it a bunch, but we should just do an episode dedicated to the annual. I thought we had that planned already. Oh, well, now I just, I spoiled it on, on the air. Holy bitch. Eh, I mean, people will forget about it by then. Assuming that they, they are drinking as much as I am. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, is there anything else uh, you want to say about the, the grand old year of uh, 2019? Adios. Yes. See ya, bitch. See yeah, ya never again. Yeah, I'm fine with that That ending to the year. Again, I mean, 2019 was all right. Losing the two thing was great. Matt, you getting a job was great. Starting the podcast. That was a great moment. Mediocre. I'm going to say that was the highlight, unfortunately. And that shows you how bad this year was. Could <laughs> be worse. To talk with you. And talking. We talk more than that anyway. But we I talk more talk outside of the podcast more than we do on You're the podcast. Right. If we should just start recording our just regular phone call and release that releasing under, them and release that under another moniker that isn't the Fetch and Shock podcast. That might get us to do that. Problem. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> or that's just that we're just going to become double famous because we're already the world famous Fetch and Shock podcast. World famous. We would be just something else. 
the world the other the world famous something else podcast just name it like technical difficulty something it's a good name for a podcast i'm sure it's already taken don't worry my my ideas are are not original enough to not be already t- smoked someone already taken it yeah <laughs> I'd say that sounds about 100%. Well, a couple of little things before, uh, since we already just uh, bid farewell to the year of uh, 2019, and we're going to drop our balls on 2020. Um, So the we're, I'm actually finishing up the content creator community cup stuff. And our our deck this time around is so weak. It is so good. Good enough to beat if lands could kill. Uh, That was, that's pretty much the only reason why I wanted to talk about it. Because, yeah, so um, I am one game away from finishing it, and I am currently 3-0 for this round, which is much better than last round. Because I think last round I got smoked. I think I went, like, 0-4 last round, or, like, 1-3 last round. It was bad news. But our deck is so sweet. We're playing Selesnia, like, tokens, but some of the cards in it are just bonkers. Bonkers, yeah. Yeah, so uh, just, like, I, we, I get to play, like, March of the Multitudes, which is amazing. Uh, Divine Visitation, which is that one enchantment that whenever you create a token, instead of that token, you create a 4-4 angel with flying and vigilance. Yeah, that thing's real good. Yeah. And like Knight of Autumn has been all-star. Uh, Tristani Discordant. Um, everybody, you can go and reach out to Knife City and tell and ask him about uh, Tristani Discordant because <laughs> that card brought the heat. Just laid down the smackdown. Yeah, and Harmonious Archon. That's like the reason why I wanted to play the deck is because Harmonious Archon is so cool. Um, and yeah, it's correct. That card is really cool. That card has just been wrecking. Fucking taste that, it, nerd. That's one thing you don't expect is the uh, is the end of turn. March of the Multitudes make like 10 guys uh, untap Harmonious Archon. Now those one ones are three threes and uh, attack you for a, a gazillion. Turns out that seems pretty good. Yeah, this is like exactly the style of deck I like to play too. So I'm... I'm having a blast, and winning is also fun. It's not even the part of it for the community cup. No, I didn't. No, winning doesn't matter. Like last round, I wasn't bummed, um, even though our deck was a pile. I, I just tried to make like a combo deck in a singleton format, which is probably not the best idea. So yeah, this it's time, fine. it's a singleton format, and I just wanted to make something that made a lot of things and turn them sideways. Yeah, turn idiots sideways. Yes, which has been my tried and true, like bread and butter for since I started playing Magic. So I don't know why I tried to to. Uh, steer away from that but we're back on track 2020 year of turning things sideways add that one to the list everyone again i'm gonna need that email <laughs> or dm'd to me because i ought i already forgot <laughs> all of them yeah there's a bunch of shit on the list that's already already gone how am i supposed to remember how to do all there to do all these things if we're if we're not keeping track i can't be bothered to type them down that's that seems like a, especially While you're sitting on your computer, computer yeah. as we speak that seems like a lot of work dare you but yeah, that's, I mean, and then we also got some Theros spoilers recently, but we can save those for another time. Yeah, I think we save those for the new I think year. the beginning of 2020 is when, like, Theros spoilers are going to start dropping heavy. Yeah. So I'm assuming our first episode in 2020 is just going to be, just, we're back on our bullshit with the spoilers. It sounds about right. No, that's another thing. 2019 has been the year of the spoiler. Yes, there have been a lot of sets that have come out a lot, and we did a lot of those. Oh my god. Well, maybe, I mean, it doesn't look like 2020 is going to be much different with all the commander things that are going to be coming out and like the other supplementary products. It's just going you to know, be again. All the other yeah. shit. And Modern Horizons 2 we might get. That'd be cool. Oh, God, no. Or maybe it'll be better. Maybe we won't get uh, Ren and Six. And maybe I'll get more white cards. Okay, never mind. Back on board. I was off it. Now I'm on it. Back on board. 2020, the year being back on board. <laughs>
we're done with that already. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, again, is there? Did you think of anything in the past uh, five minutes that made you change your mind on uh, anything that you wanted to say about 2019? No, I can't think of anything else, honestly. Yeah, audios. 2019. You Get were the fuck out. You were mediocre at best. <laughs> All right. Well, there's only one more thing we need to do. Our last accumulated knowledge of the year. It is the last one, huh? Who's asking who? Is it me? Asking I'm you? Ask- no, I'm asking. Asking me. Oh, God. So I get to close out the year with an L. That's fun. We shall see. Hold on. Let me bring up Scryfall here. I'm waiting intentively. All right. Ooh, this one's actually brand spanking new. Uh-oh. Uh, this is Demon of Loathing. Demon of Loathing? Demon of Loathing. Oh, is this like a Theros Beyond spoiler? Yeah. Oh, God. Why did I not pay attention? It's like one of the ones from the dual decks, too. Or not the dual decks, the Planeswalker decks or whatever the hell they are. Oh, God, no. Well, all the ones that they spoiled are just like massive, like, beaters, too. I don't know. Is it like, like, four black black? Would you like to use a hint? No, I don't think I would. Because it's not going to help anyway, because I don't know what the fuck these cards do. Is that your final answer? Yeah, sure. That seems right. Uh, Pretty close. It's five black black they're all seven mana oh no i should have known that so this thing is flample flying trample seven seven oh classic whenever, flample whenever it deals damage to combat damage to a player that player sacks a creature okay what's the yeah, likelihood seems... of a brand spanking new guy yeah that seems like a i see i would what's his power and toughness seven seven. Oh, geez that guy's big for seven mana for flample seven 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 flample and an ability that i mean is kind of relevant is a thing yeah that's that's a card's pretty aggressive god damn the next one's a new one too not theros new okay but... i was gonna say what what is going on hopefully uh, this... it was a seven it's a seven mana one then that's yeah. all i'm gonna do uh this one is called blow your house down blow your house down blow your house down well you think these walls will protect you my, you have a dim view of the power of the wilds. Oh, jeez. I mean, this has to be. No question, it's an Eldraine card, right? Yes. Um, But I don't remember what it does. I played Eldraine Limited a bunch, too. It's just like a bad card. Yeah, it's not very good. Oh, that explains why I don't know what it is. Um, uh, can is. I'm going to use a hint, though. What does the card do? Up to three target creatures can't block this turn. Destroy any of them that are walled. Oh, Jeez. Oh, this is a red card. It's uh two and a red. I just remember because the art isn't the art like a wolf. Would you like to use a hint? No, that's that's that my my guess is two and a red. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, this card's pretty bad. Yeah, that card's not very good, but it is like a wolf, right? Yes, it's a big ass wolf. I can't even think of any walls in that set. I don't think that there are. That's the funny thing. There's got to be at least some wall. It's just like probably not a playable one. So you are one for two. Ooh, this is a spicy one. Oh, jeez. Are you ready for it? I have never been more ready. Wet whale. Wet whale? <laughs> wet wheel. Oh, I think you said wet whale. I'm like, yeah, most whales are wet, bud. Wet wheel. Wet wheel. Oh, this has got to be like some old piece of garbage. Oh, boy. I don't even know if it's worth using a hint. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I Shit. Give me, yeah, give me a hint. What do you want? What's the card do? XX tap. Target player puts the top X cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard, and it also morphs for three colorless. Oh, God. So it's XX tap it, 
they mill X. Yes. And it's a morph card. It's a morph, and to turn the morph up, it is three colorless. Oh, jeez. I mean, this card just seems bad. Not good. Oh, God. But it's, I don't, I don't remember it being in, like, uh, not Kaladesh, uh, cons. So it's got to be, like, the older morph set. Oh, jeez. Can't believe I just wasted a hint on this card that I'm definitely not going to get. Um, is it three colorless? Is that your final answer? Yeah. That would be incorrect. Is it four colorless? It is four colorless. Ah, oh, geez, that was going to be my second guess. It is God from damn. Future Sight. Future Sight. Yeah, that seems about right. What a fucking awful card. No. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Oh, okay, so I just have to, you know, I just have to run the field. Ooh, I think you're going to get this one. Oh, yeah? Rewind. Rewind? Fun story. I just cast this card. Um, I was playing Popper Commander, actually. Um, and... Uh, I don't remember what I think I countered like an Ulamog's Crusher with it, and it felt really good. Yeah, that feels good. Yeah, but it's too blue blue. Yes, you are correct. Counter target spell, and then you can untap up to four lands. Yeah, if you would have missed that. No, yeah, that was yeah, that one's a good one, and I it also helps that I just cast it like a couple days ago. Are you ready for the final one? Oh my god, this one's rough. Oh god, no. This one is Carrier Pigeon. Oh jeez. Oh what? Oh. I'm definitely going to need a hint for this one. Being in the Christmas spirit, I will give you uh, a free hint. It is Summon Pigeons, and it is from Alliance. Oh, look at that. Well, it's definitely a white card, right? Like, you, There's no way a carrier pigeon could be anything but a white card. Oh, I don't know. Would you like a hint? Yeah, what, the, what does carrier pigeon do? Flying. Sure, as most pigeons do. I will give you the text on the card, and then I'll give you the updated text. Draw a card at the beginning of the upkeep of the turn after your carrier pigeon comes into play. Oh, so it's like it's so the next what it actually reads draw card. is, yeah, whenever carrier pigeons enters the battlefield, draw a card at the beginning of the next turn's upkeep. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, boy. So it's got to oh, be, yeah. so it's alliances, so it's got to be stupid expensive. It draws a card, and it's a white card. Well, I don't have a confirmation it's a white card, but it's a white card. It's a pigeon. Um, and it has like the slow trickle draw thing. So it's like, I don't think it's going to be blue. Oh, boy. Arcane Denial is the slow draw thing. Yes, it is. That's a counter spell. You also get to draw cards off that. Well, and your opponent draws cards. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm going to oh, need a guess no. here, sir. It's got to be like a like three and a white or two and a white. What's your, your final answer here, bud? Oh, my God. It's I'm going to say like... It's from Alliances, so I'm going to go the pricier one. It's got to be three and a one. That, sir, would be correct. No way! Yes! Oh! I know my white cards! Except for I didn't know that. That was a, a bold. She said it was just a guess. What is it? Yeah. Is it like a 2-2? Two -two no, it's got to be like a 1-1. One -one. It can't be any, like a 2-2. Two -two. It's a 1-1. One -one. Okay. Is it a common? Uh, I don't know where to find that out. At. Was it like, was it printed uh, in any common. other sets? It's a common. No, literally, I think just Alliances. Yeah, Alliances. God damn it. That was the luckiest. That was a Christmas miracle. It was a Christmas <laughs> miracle. Oh, that was a real good Christmas miracle. Holy. I can't. I, I legitimately can't. I don't know how you got that one either. If it makes you feel any better. It's a Hail Mary. I just, sometimes when you're right, you're right. That was a Hail Mary. And sometimes Hail Marys work out. Oh, boy. I didn't even put any thought and effort into the shout out for this week. We'll figure even... it out. You better find one, bud. Oh, boy. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna shout out. Let's just shout out for this week. Old Saint re, Nick. Old Saint Nick. Yes. Let's just sh we're gonna shout out the 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 ghost of Christmas past. 
No, let's shout out. Let's shout out the, the the company that brings us all together. How about that? Let's just burn that easy one now. Let's, let's just, just shout get out that Wizard of the Coast. I can dig it. Yeah, I mean they make mistakes. Um, but you know everybody makes mistakes, and everybody has been. Yeah, and when they make mistakes, it turns out to be fun gameplay. So yeah, and because it's a new year, and or because it's almost a new year, um, and this is my last year of uh. Or this is my last podcast of the year of positivity. Everything else after this has to be negative because I already said that. This we I got to get at least one positive shout out to Wizard before 2020 year of negativity starts. So thanks, Wizards. Thanks for making a game that brings yes. us all together. Thanks for doing you. Yeah, and while we're on the positive thing, we're just here's a shout out to everybody who listens to the podcast. It's been a hell of a year. That it has. Thanks for uh, listening in. Yeah, thanks for thanks for not hating us. Unless if your lands could kill Corey, get better at magic. Yeah, do better, scrub. Just yeah, kidding. So Love shout you out too, to everybody, buddy. But if lands could kill. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nerds. That's going to be, we're, in 2020, I'm only allowed to be positive towards them. Oh, that's going to be a rough one. It's going to be hard to find 365 days worth of positivity for those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Just kidding, kidding guys. guys. <laughs> yeah, so your positivity, shout out wizards, uh, shout out everybody who has at least spent um, at some amount of time listening to us this year. Uh, and we're looking for another, uh, another looking forward to another year of uh, this, whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. I'll be here. Come check yeah, us until out. You're replaced. You'll be here. Until I'm replaced. Yeah, that's fine. And again, if you are looking to follow us on uh, the social medias, um, you can go to fetch underscore shock. Um, like I said uh, earlier, we're replacing Matt. So again, send your resume, your cover letter. Um, and a, I want a list of three uh, references. Just drop that in the Fetch and Shock uh, DMs. I will review it, and I will get back to you. Also, if you play Call of Duty on PlayStation 4, DM me and friend me, and then we'll play. Yeah, so if you want to bribe me for Matt's job, you can slide into my DMs at Basic Land Bin. And if you want to play, uh, play some Call of Duty, so play some PlayStation with Matt um, after he doesn't have to be on the podcast anymore... <laughs> You can go to at it's Bob and uh, link up with him and start a, a Call of Duty podcast. <laughs> I'm down. All right, dude. Well, it's been a hell of a year. Yes, it has, man. Next time, next time I speak to you, at least in this in this uh, context, it'll be 2020. It will be 2020. What a fucking ride! Oh boy. All right, bud. Well, obligatory, obligatory dad joke. I'll see you next year. You're the fucking worst. <laughs> All right, and on that note, we will see you next year, nerds! Peace! Peace.